It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. On the third day of January, how's your diet going so far? You were doing dry January, right? I was, but I had spaghetti last night and I still had a beer in the fridge, so I broke my dry January. Three days in, bro. I should have just gave it to you. I wouldn't have drank it. But the rest of January can be dry. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> we just have so many good breweries around here. It's impossible. You know what? Fair enough. And there's so many sweets to eat around here, too. This is true. Look at Matt segueing into our bit. If you are trying to eat healthy during the new year, Tim Hortons is making it a lot harder. They announced which old-style donuts they got rid of for a reason are coming back. They announced next week, starting January 10th, just for a limited time. Four classic donuts that they got rid of years ago coming back. Walnut Crunch, one of them. Cinnamon Twist, the Blueberry Fritter, and the Dutchie are coming back. Dutchie's the square one with the raisins. That's the old man donut. Yeah. Yeah, kids don't <laughs> like the Dutchie. They like the good donuts with flavor. Here's what worries me is I haven't had a Walnut Crunch since smoking was allowed in Tim Hortons. And I'm thinking it's going to taste different because the donuts used to always taste like cigarette smoke. Hold on. Yeah, you have to explain this to some people because me and you are old. We remember smoking in Tim Hortons. You would go into Tim Hortons and there would be people sitting there all day long just smoking. But they had their own little section. It was like a zoo. Well, that was later. Yeah, but they (laughs) did. Yeah, they did away with that, they thought. And they had a little enclosure. It was plexiglass, big, thick plexiglass door. And you go up to the door and, like, tap on it like they were a bunch of hippos in a cage. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. It's a little machine you could feed the smokers some treats. And there was barely any circulation of air in there. You'd look in there and you could barely see the people. There was so much smoke. I don't know if we were just trying to kill them faster or what. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah, and it's certainly gotten to the taste of the donuts. Yeah. So hopefully the Walnut Crunch still has that chocolatey Dumorier taste. I have a feeling with inflation and everything else that's going on that this couple in Pittsburgh wouldn't be the only ones to sift through their dog crap to look for money. It's a long story. They left out $4,000 in cash on the counter. Their dog Cecil saw that as an opportunity for an extra meal, ate the $4,000 in cash. And so now the couple has resorted to checking the dog crap and finding the bills, because in the States, if you find the serial number on the bill, you can take that to the bank and they'll actually give you a new bill. This got Matt and I wondering, how much money would your animal, dog, cat, parrot have to eat for you to sift through their crap? Let's let's start low. Let's say Uber, your beautiful Springer Spaniel, eats 20 bucks, 20 bucks off the counter. Are you sorting through his poo? No, it's gone. 20 bucks is gone. 100 bucks. There's 100 bucks on the counter. Uber eats a nice, crisp, brown $100 bill. What is this, an auction? Sure. Uh, I'm out. $100 uh, bill. $100 not, bill. See? I'm not in. Not in yet. No? No. $500. Yeah. Um, You're look, checking five. I'm checking. You're not the, checking 100 That's $100. It, it, still, it's $100. Uh, I can probably make that up somehow. But $500? You're like, all right, buddy, I'm getting the gloves out. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. So they ended up doing this and got thirty five hundred back. Thirty five hundred so, of the four thousand. Yeah, the dog vomited some of it, so that was a little easier. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> and then the rest came out, and it's crap. I guess he's a really good boy, and this is the first time he's ever messed up. And so they were really nice with the dog. Oh man.
But do you think our money would break apart? Our money's pretty durable. It's plastic or polymer, whatever yeah. it is. Like, it can survive anything. It goes through the wash, and it's fine. I wonder if it could go through your body and still be good. Should Just, we experiment? Yeah, do you want to... There's a $5 bill on the counter right now. You want me to swallow one of these? Yeah, but you have to check your own crap. No, you're checking it. This was your idea. Oh, okay. No, no, no gloves allowed either. Forget I said anything. Your bare hand. Nope, it can't be undone now. You said you might have seen a Nutria. Yeah, I saw an animal once, and I couldn't tell if it was a beaver or a muskrat. It looked like something in between, and that's what this nutria is. It's a new invasive species here in Ontario. It's a very large rat. It's like a large rat. It hangs out in the water, so it kind of looks like a beaver. It's almost the size of a beaver, but apparently it's invasive. It came from South America. It's starting to reproduce here in Ontario. Apparently, it can spread diseases to humans, pets, and livestock. Oh, no. Well, maybe we should do with this what we've done with other invasive species like the carp. We renamed it the Kopi. The Asian carp specifically is yeah. an invasive species to Lake Huron. We, they changed it to Kopi to make it sound more tasty so people would fish it more. And now they put it on fancy pants menus at restaurants. So are you saying we should make the Nutria a food? Except it already sounds kind of good for you. Nutria. Yeah, it sounds like a nice oat milk. It, it sounds like a protein shake with added things. Mm, and, and you know what? It is kind of a giant rat. It's a rodent. So maybe you like, instead of making bratwurst for your guests, you can make ratwurst. And they're like, oh, this is bratwurst? You're like Ratwurst. And they're like, what's that? And you're like, it's made from this invasive rat. And then they'll never come back again. Yeah. Which is kind of what you wanted in the first place. You're welcome. Which job should let you have fun? Crossing guard, is that one of them? I think so. It involves children, and there's a crossing guard over in Tavistock. Her name is Grandma Leah, they call her. And I guess she's just really fun with the kids. On Fridays, she has rock and roll Fridays, and she sets up a Bluetooth speaker, and they dance across the crosswalk. And then at Christmas time, she dressed up as Mrs. Claus and handed out candy canes. Apparently some... Parents were upset with this, said, oh, this is too distracting for the children. Yeah, so the school board reassigned her from that corner. They said, you dressed up as Mrs. Claus, handed out candy canes. It was distracting, could have jeopardized the safety of the kids. So you get a quieter corner now, Leah. And uh, there are some Sad. parents who are saying, hey, our kids love Leah. They give her hugs. She's sweet to the kids. She has fun on the job while protecting the kids. She should get her corner back. I do get the parents here, too, because, like, kids go crazy when they get candy and start dancing and stuff. They could dance out into traffic or something. I get it. Dance out into traffic? Well, whatever. Kids just don't think when they get excited. All right, fair so enough. So maybe crossing guards should be one of those jobs, like a surgeon, for example, where you don't have any fun. Yeah, because you and I both had a vasectomy from the same doctor, we both had the same experience. Our surgeon, he had music playing in the surgical suite. During a vasectomy, you're awake, so you're just there in the suite laying down. Doctor's doing his work on your junk. And I remember my guy had uh, Maroon 5 and Guns N' Roses playing. Yeah, I had Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Oh, you had Maroon 5? I'm I got sorry. Sweet Child of Mine was playing during the procedure. I think that played mine, too. Has he not changed his playlist in 30 years? And why is he reminding me that I... Can't have children. Sweet child of mine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you're saying our surgeon should not have been playing music during the suite. I remember finding it a little odd that he's bopping his head to Axl Rose while working on my balls. 
It was just weird. I, can you have fun and be a surgeon at the same time? When you're touching my testes, it has to be quiet. Don't get me distracted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what surgeons can listen to music then? Ears, note, and throat specialists? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Obstetrics? I don't know. Knees. Yeah. Knees, knees aren't that important. Yeah, knee surgeons, you're good to go. Gynecologists, silence. If you've listened to this show before, uh, you've heard our own Matt Hussey, and sometimes his brain's not working 100%. What do you mean? You're, you flub your words all the time. Uh, what I'm saying is the light's still on, it's just dim. Oh. That's all I'm saying, and I think I know why now. I think this might affect parents more than not parents. So there's a study from the American Academy of Neurology. It's for people in your 30s and 40s. If you had a lot of interrupted sleep, it could lead to mental decline in your 50s. Now, I imagine a lot of people in their 30s and 40s might have younger kids who are waking you up all damn night. I'm almost 50, and lately I've noticed that. My brain just feels like it's gone to mush. Well, you can blame your kids for that. So lack of sleep between having teenage kids and waking up at this awful time in the morning, <laughs> I think this is causing my brain to shut down. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I do have one trick, though. It helps me sleep soundly every single night. It's a little thing I like to call drugs. Now, if your doctor doesn't want to give you drugs... I know a guy named Keith who can hook you up. Just give our station a call. The end of 2023 this weekend, and we lost some pretty notable people this year. Yeah, we really did. We lost some big ones. Tina Turner, Matthew Perry. That was a tough one. Oh, gosh. Jimmy Buffett? I thought we'd have him forever. Why? I don't know. It's Jimmy Buffett. He's just legendary. <laughs> Cheeseburger in paradise. Dude's arteries clogged up. I know. He did have a lot of restaurants. Paul Rubens. Yeah, Pee-wee Herman. Pee-wee Herman. Yeah, totally. Sinead O'Connor, Tony Bennett, Suzanne Summers. What do you know Suzanne Summers from? The Thighs. The, the Thigh, thigh Master. Ma I used to watch that horrible sitcom <laughs> Step by Step. No, Three's Company, that's her big one. Yeah, but I'm not 90. No. Yeah. Bob Barker. <laughs> yes. Figured he'd be here forever. That's the tough one, right? Because he was hosting The Price is Right for, what, 30, 40 years, something like that. So for generations, when you were homesick from school, you watched The Price is Right. Yeah. You had your little can of soup. You sat, sat down and watched Bob Barker on The Price is Right with his long, skinny microphone. I know. I was disappointed. I grew up and became a singer, and I was disappointed that singing microphones aren't skinny ones like him. He's got a weird one. That's an old-timey, like, 1950s microphone, <laughs> but he kept it around for some you reason. You just put up your pen and do a Bob Barker impersonation. Iron Sheik died this year. Yes! That's a tough one, too. I, I was lucky enough, I got to meet him years ago. He was a big deal because he kind of represented Iraq in wrestling, and he fought Hulk Hogan, the American hero. So it was a huge deal, one of the biggest storylines in wrestling, Iron Cheek versus Hulk Hogan. David Crosby, and, and of course, Jerry Springer's gone. Jerry Springer. I, uh, kind of in line with Bob Barker, too, right? We would all watch Price is Right, and then Jerry Springer after that. Yeah. He'd watch somebody's cheating mistress beat up their wife and crowd goes crazy. Jerry, Jerry. Yeah. I hope he's in heaven surrounded by angels yelling Jerry. You think the angels are like in the crowd of his show in heaven? Well, they got to take a break from the harp playing at some point. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. yeah. So for you, Jerry Springer, Jerry. <laughs> that's the angels in heaven shouting your name. What do you know Pierce Brosnan from? Uh, James Bond. 
Yeah, gold. I played no, Goldeneye for the 64 for years. Mrs. Doubtfire. That's right. He was like the stepdad or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Sally Field is seeing a new guy, and it's Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, this young, attractive guy. Good pull, buddy. Nice. I forgot he I was, was in him. that. That's right. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, he has to appear in court now because he was in Yellowstone National Park, and he crossed into a marked-off area that apparently can be kind of dangerous. He crossed into there, got caught by park rangers, and now has to appear in court for trespassing. Oh, it is dangerous. I've been to Yellowstone. Like, that water is boiling. Yeah. You fall in there, you're toast. You yeah, cook. You, you will cook, yeah. You're like a lobster in a, in a boiling pot. What else cooks in water, Matthew? Uh, lots of things. Pierce Brosnan <laughs> would have. Brosnan. Brosnan would have had he fallen in the water. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan, nobody cares about. Pierce Brosnan, beloved actor. Plus, it's a very delicate ecosystem. You'd never want to cross into those forbidden areas in national parks. Lots of dangers. It could be a cliff, boiling water, a hobo f- with a super soaker filled with bodily fluids. Mm. Which bodily fluids? All of them. Remember that big gold heist over at Pearson Airport this year? Yeah, somebody falsified some documents and made off with, what was it, 20 million bucks in gold? Crazy. This is worth a lot, too. Butter. You seen the price of butter at the grocery store? People make that joke when they look at, what is it, stuffed with gold? Naturally, there was a butter heist Christmas Eve over in Guelph. They stole $1,000 in butter, put a whole case in the cart, walked out with it. Let's say you're going to steal something at the grocery store. You've turned to a life of crime. Oh. Matt Hussey's a criminal now. Oh, no. And you got to steal a whole bunch of stuff. What do you use most in your household, or what would you want the most that you would steal a cartload of? I think olive oil. That's my butter. Yeah, oils are expensive. I use it on everything, and it's got expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oil's a good one. I think I would go eggs. Oh, yeah. Eggs are nice. Oil's good. I use a lot of olive oil, but eggs, you can kind of have it in a lot of meals, throw it in your stir-fry, breakfast, obviously. Use it for a lot of things. And you can throw it at the house of Loblaw CEO Galen Weston, so it's really all-purpose. Normally, we find, like, weird stories, sometimes, like, bizarre stories. This one's a nice story, and it happened in Bayfield. It's still a bit of an odd story because it's very rare to see one of these animals in Huron County. A snowy owl. I've seen them a bunch around here. Well, they're t- they're typical of the Arctic, but sometimes they venture a little bit south and we see them. But yeah. they're pretty special. Yeah, sometimes they need to see their weed dealer, so they end up in Bayfield. Perhaps. <laughs> this is where this one was discovered, in Bayfield. <laughs> cool story from the OPP. There's an injured owl. OPP uh, managed to grab the owl. They brought it back, I think, to their headquarters in Clinton. And they managed to get in touch with an owl rescue group out of Niagara. So now the owl is with the rescue group. It's on the mend right now. I believe it's an injured owl. <laughs> what was the rescue group called? The owl pee pee? Uh-huh. Bad joke. Yeah, you're, I'm, not, I'm not helping you out. You got to recover from that on your own. Well, that's good. That's good. So the owl's in, in good shape. It's in good shape it's right good. now. It went to Clinton for a bit. Yeah. So sat at the police office. You think then- they showed it the light tunnel? Maybe. Took it to Gateway Casinos. Maybe it's like, here's good luck. twenty bucks in chips, buddy. Hey, maybe they won big. Owls are lucky. Hopefully soon that owl will be back to doing what it loves, tearing live animals apart as they scream in pain. Been a few decades since human beings have been to the moon. Yeah, when did we land on the moon? Sixty nine. We were on the moon. It's a good year, sixty nine. We never even went back. We haven't gone back, but this year. It's going to be different, Matthew. Two companies want to go land on the moon. Maybe collect some rock samples and stuff. One is going to launch this month. The other one in February, they're hoping to land on the moon. Just do some research. I don't think they're going to colonize it. Like people? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, that'd be interesting. We didn't get our moon moment, my generation or your generation. No, so maybe this will be our moon moment. Yeah, we need a moon moment. They'll be live streaming on TikTok on the moon. It would be cool to colonize the moon, though, have a second planet to live on. That'd be kind of cool, but living on the moon would be rough, right? All that real estate probably be pretty expensive. Nobody visits you. It's like living in Salford. What is New Year's weekend without a couple drinks, some champagne, some beer? Name another drink. That's also included. Soda water. Only douchebags drink soda water. I love soda water. I know you do. But a lot of people for New Year's, they want to they want the New Year to be a little better. They want to improve themselves over 2024. And if cutting out alcohol is one of the things you want to do, well, God bless you. Psychology professor Kara Thompson, she's saying there's some things you can do. It's going to help a little bit. One thing you can do is if you go to a party, have a non-alcoholic drink. Orange juice, non-alcoholic beer. Just If it doesn't have alcohol, drink that instead of something that does have alcohol. That way you're not just sitting there twiddling with your thumbs, looking at your feet. Yeah, you're looking at everyone else drinking and thinking, I'm thirsty. Yeah, you're thinking, yeah. man, they look like they're having fun. On that note, something you can do as well so you're not lonely, maybe you cut out alcohol with a friend. Oh, yeah. There you go. So that, does that mean you would have to come to the party with me and be like, uh-uh-uh? I like, wouldn't police you, no, <laughs> but, but we would be there two sad sacks yeah, no, together. Support group. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah. good. Good idea. And yeah. Having a friend totally helps. It's like when your friends carry you out from the bar after you've drank too much, but somehow sadder. Rose Bowl going on New Year's Day. It's going to be Alabama and Michigan this year. Leading up to the Rose Bowl is the parade of roses in Pasadena, California, which I never heard about until this morning, but evidently this was a big deal in the household of our own Mad Hussey. Yeah, it was always on TV. My dad used to love this thing. Oh, kids, come and watch the Rose Parade. He didn't watch the Rose Bowl. He didn't watch the football game, but he watched the Parade of Roses? No, I think he liked the football game too, but this parade is special because all the floats are made out of flowers. And what's cool is uh, this year a Canadian company is in the parade for the first time in uh, since 1988. So first time in 30 years or so. So I think they've expanded it where everything has to be made out of a natural substance. So on the Canadian float, the white parts that make up the Canada flag is coconut, for example. Oh, yeah. And then the red parts is like 10,000 roses. It's incredible. And then the green is parsley or something. You would think weed would be the thing, right? I know. That's our thing now. Canadian cannabis. You show off our Canadian weed. At the same time, this is California. So bringing weed to California is like bringing sand to the beach or bringing HPV to Grand Vent. It's always interesting discovering new animals. You would think with climate change, we'd be killing everything right now. But apparently not everything is dead. Well, maybe we discovered it just in time for it to die. Yeah, maybe it'll die soon. This new iguana species discovered in China... Oh, it's a scientific name. Colodes wangi? Doesn't matter. It stands out from other iguanas because it's got a really bright orange tongue. Oh. I guess most iguanas have not orange tongues, and this one, very orange tongue. Pretty cool, though. Like, you would think someone would have seen this thing at some point. There's, like, over a billion people in China. How has no one come across this Colodes wangi oh. thing? It sounds like a Jedi. Glotus Wongi. Glotus Wongi. It kind of does. It kind of <laughs> does. I, I hate that you're right about something Star Wars because it does kind of sound like a Jedi. Either way, bright orange tongue. And uh, because it was discovered in China, it's already worked three years at the Apple factory. 
Would you say, as a dog owner, that having Uber around has improved your mental health a little bit? Yeah, and it improves my cognitive abilities, I believe. What a sad I, segue into our bit. That wasn't natural at all. I feel like I'm a better public speaker as a result. I don't feel that way about you being I a better public I speaker. I never flub my words, even on the radio. It's never happened. Study out of England says uh, having a pet in your home slows down declining rates of verbal memory and verbal fluency. Essentially, uh, you're more in your own head. You can more articulate yourself better when you have a pet at home. Yeah, so seniors who live alone with a pet actually seem to do better than seniors who live with other people. That's kind of cool, right? Just interesting. Yeah. Now, if you can't afford a pet, maybe you invite your senior in-laws to live with you. It's like having a pet in that you have to feed them all the time and clean up when they poo on the ground. Prime Video, starting on February 5th. If you have Prime Video, you're going to start seeing ads. So you got the normal Prime membership. February 5th, ads are going to start popping up when you watch videos on Prime. Unless you pay an extra $2.99 a month. This always gets me because they always make the volume in the ads a little louder. It's even more annoying than just an ad. You're listening to something, watching something, and then all of a sudden, blah! Right in your face. Except that was you just now. Yeah. Not during a commercial. During a talk segment <laughs> on our show. Three bits. Three dollars a month you have to pay to get rid of the ads starting February 5th. But if you don't want to pay for Prime, there is a free service called Piracy. Mm. Now, technically, it's not legal. I have to say that so I don't get sued, okay? So absolutely do not go to a website called The Pirate Bay. Don't go to the Pirate Bay and do not learn how to use a system called Torrents that lets you have literally any TV show or movie absolutely free. Do not do any of that stuff because it's against the law. Or you could just listen to the radio. We don't have ads. No, we don't no. have any ads at all. Encounter these stories every once in a while. They sound like they're in Huron County. This one sounds like it because it happened in Huron County. This was earlier this month. Police stopped a vehicle impaired driver on Hardy Street in Exeter. Blew over the legal limit. Now, here's where <laughs> whoever reported this with CTV, they buried the lead because the second to last line of the story, police said seven ducks were in the backseat of the car during the incident. Yeah, like that's normal here in Huron County. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, there was passengers, ducks. In the back, yeah. Seven of them. Everyone has ducks in the back of Everyone's their car. Everyone's got seven ducks in the back seat. So <laughs> impaired driver, that sounds like Huron <laughs> County. Seven ducks in the back seat. Yeah, that makes sense in farm country. Uh, the only thing that would make it more Huron County is if the ducks were waving F. Trudeau flags. This is a great idea for a little small business. Down in Chile, there's a business called Star Wash, where they wash your car. It's a car wash, and it's Star Wars themed. So Chewbacca will come out and wipe off your car and then Boba Fett and Andor bring out the hoses and then Darth Vader uses the force to summon cleaning cloths. It's an experienced car wash. But guess who's not happy with this? Disney not happy. Disney. These people didn't pay for the right to use all the Star Wars games. Yeah, so they're suing them. Star Wash. It's not even that clever. They could use something else. A lot of other shows yeah. they could have used, other properties... Like keeping up with the Karwashians. Yes. Game of hose. Okay. Not mm. not ho like hose, like yeah. <laughs> a lawn hose. Yeah. A soapback mountain. Instead of mean girls, clean girls. That's a good, good yeah. one. Uh, the Handmaid's Tailpipe. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's which also kind of sounds dirty now that I say it out loud. Scrubs. Yeah, that's a good one. You don't even have to change the name. Splash, which is like mash. You write it out like mash. Mm. Or uh, it's always Sudsy in Philadelphia. Yes. Or uh, Lord of the Rings, The Two Showers. Any one of those wouldn't have violated Disney's rights, but now you're getting sued by Disney. Way to go, Chilean small business owners. How was your year, 2023? Was it a happy year? It's kind of in the middle. It was fine. Okay. It wasn't bad. Nobody died, but there's always next year. Well, Angus Reid did a poll, and 70% of us are either happy or very happy, so that's good. 27% of us not happy. No, no, get to the good part. Get to the good part about the parents and how I'm right and you're wrong. Right. Uh, People who are most likely to be in that 70% that are happy don't have kids. Yes. Yes. So you you always talk about going home and... I'm going to have a nap, and then I'm going to play video games. Then I'll play more video games, and then I'll just sit around and do nothing. And sometimes I'm a little jealous because I got more on my plate. I have kids. I was talking with Trisha's <laughs> nephew. I think he's 14, 15 years old. And we were talking about Fortnite. I'm like, I just got into Fortnite. He's like, yeah, Fortnite's great. Yeah. We're bonding over Fortnite. 38-year-old dude and a 15-year-old kid. It was awesome. I suppose this makes sense. I mean, you maybe have more time to even think about being happy. I think parents are just so busy, they just don't know if they're happy or not. They're just busy. You're just busy. Shouldn't have had them kids. I liked having kids. Okay. I'm glad I had them. I survived. I, are, you, are you not into it as much anymore? <laughs> well, they're grown up. They're adults now. Okay. Now they're just my friends. Uh, ew, that's sad. That I play sports with. You and... got to make some real friends, man. <laughs> I mean, you got to hang out more. Yeah. Have some more adult relationships. We'll get you a Nintendo Switch, maybe a PS5. Start playing some video games. We'll make you some online friends. Oh, yeah. And when you make friends online, it's amazing how racist you'll become. We've had it good this winter. Hardly even had to use the scraper. So it's barely been below zero. Had a few snowfalls, but yeah, scraping off your windshield, not too bad. We had somebody pull into our parking lot this morning. Snow caked all over their windows. Only their windshield was done. We wanted to warn you that you want to make sure you scrape off all your windows before you hit the road. Police can and will stop you like they did with our own Matt Hussey's wife. What yeah, happened? Yeah, this happened with my wife once. The only time she's ever been pulled over. She's got a perfectly clean record, and she didn't scrape off every single window. And they, they pulled her over, and they said, you sit here until the defrost kicks in and until all the windows are clear. I'm going to drive around a little bit and come back and... I hope you're still sitting here, is what they said. They talked to her like a four-year-old? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> they were nicer. And put on this funny hat. It's a dunce cap. We're bringing it back now. You sit there in the corner and think about your decisions. Well, it was nice of them. They didn't give her a ticket. There's a story a few years ago out of Brussels. Police stopped somebody. Whole car just covered in like a foot of snow, and they just cleared off like a little foot-by-foot square in their windshield and were driving around completely covered in snow. It was nuts, right? It just looked like a a marshmallow on the road driving. This little hole to look out. Terrible. So so just a heads up, police (laughs) will stop you if your vehicle's not completely uncovered from snow. You don't want to be a hardened criminal like Matt Hussey's wife. This was a popular game when I was growing up. Tetris. Remember playing Tetris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, I, I play Tetris now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's kind of a fun game. The Nintendo version of it, though, a 13-year-old named Willis Gibson beat the game. And they didn't think this was possible for a human to actually beat this game. Okay, so how do you beat the game? So basically this game runs out of software. 
and it freezes up at the end. It just runs out of pieces, I guess, freezes up, and then you know you've gone as far as you can possibly go. There's no big, like, balloons or anything. It just freezes up. <laughs> balloons? <laughs> or whatever happens. What I've the, never, what was the last time you played video games? You play uh, Mario Kart on your GameCube. Yeah. I, which I, came out in, like, 2001. Plus, I was an ADHD kid, and, like... You I, were an ADHD adult. Yeah. So I, I never finished anything in my life. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, let's move on to the next thing. To sit, to sit there for hours and just watch blocks fall... I just couldn't do it. I'll play it for a few minutes. Oh, this is cool. And then I'm on to my ride my bike or something. <laughs> you have a hard time pressing our little radio program to play a song. <laughs> I get so distracted. Can't trust you with a video game. But no. a 13-year-old did something. Apparently no human has done this. No human has run out the Tetris game so much that it froze up. Yeah. So good for this kid. Yeah. This kid, uh, does he have any skills from this? Hand-eye coordination, maybe? Do you put that on a resume? I don't know. Does that get you into college? I beat a video game once. Maybe. Yeah. You'll be accepted to the prestigious school of Fanshawe College, Goderich location. Yes. Those are the credentials you need there. You hear these stories every once in a while, especially in Huron County. North America has a lot of old burial sites. Indigenous burial sites that weren't necessarily marked, but sometimes you unearth these things when you're doing maybe a housing project or something. Over in Rome, they were doing a solar plant. They were digging up for a solar plant, and they found 67 skeletons from roughly 1,700 years ago. And apparently these were fancy pants skeletons. Apparently these were rich people skeletons because a few of them were buried with their... At the time, just having nice leather shoes was a sign that you were pretty rich. That was like the Nike of their day. And some of them had gold necklaces still on, buried together as well. So assumed kind of husband and wife were buried together with their fancy jewels. Ooh, what do you do with the jewels? Do they put them back in the grave or sell them? Where can I find these graves? Any idea what you want to be buried with? Well, not my shoes. My shoes are disgusting. They're pretty gross. They stink. Yep. I don't know. I I want future humans to find my body the way it was when I died. Stuck in the work printer. NHL All-Star Game always kind of caps the middle of the NHL season. Going on uh, February 1st to 3rd at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. That starts four weeks from today. You can get your tickets at NHL.com through their All-Star link. You can't get them through Todd the Fraud. Todd the Fraud. Who's Todd the Fraud, Matt? Todd the Fraud (laughs) has been doing fraud out of the Collingwood, I think, Brampton area. So if you go to Collingwood, you'll see signs up around town that say, Don't trust Todd the Fraud. They put signs up (laughs) against Todd the Fraud? Yes, it's got a big picture of him and everything. So Todd the Fraud was going around saying, hey, I got VIP tickets for the All-Star game. Not only does it include the game, it includes a chance to get on the ice and to have brunch with the players in the game. How many <laughs> how many people did he defraud? How much money did he make off this? $70,000 people gave him. You said he got Morgan Wallen involved in this, too. Yeah, he was adding that to the tickets, too. Hey, I've got Morgan Wallen tickets, too. Do you want those for an extra five grand? And some lady agreed. Yeah. Like, yeah, that sounds reasonable. NHL tickets and Morgan Wallen, why not? Here's a whole bunch of money. Todd the Fraud, though, that happens to work. Todd rhymes with fraud. It's very convenient. Well, you know you're good at something, like frauding people, if you have a nickname. Todd the Fraud. You have a nickname growing up? 
Uh, what rhymes with Matt? Were, were you a big boy? Were you fat, Matt? I sometimes couldn't keep my mouth shut, so maybe people called me Matt the Rat behind my <laughs> back. Like, hey, Matt, you want to come smoke some weed with us? You're like, oh, I don't know. That's against the law, guys. I think I'm going to tell the teacher. And they're like, oh, Matt the Rat Matt is that Matt the Rat. How about you? I was sad fad because I, I had seasonal affective disorder. So oh. I needed one of those sad lights. <laughs> that makes you happy. At least you were good at being sad. <laughs> I was good at something. Yeah. Here's a trick if you want to double check your spelling, but you've been looking at the page for a long time, so it's hard to tell sometimes if your spelling's bad. Change the font. It's like reading it for the first time again. There's a little hack they should have used in Toronto where there's evidently a bunch of street signs that had bad spelling on them. Tell me about this. So these street signs actually made it to the sign, so made it through multiple steps. Like there had to have been someone who designed the sign, then there would have been somebody who printed the sign and then people that put up the sign, but no one noticed the glaring spelling mistakes on the Lakeshore Trail signs. One of them says Lakeshore Trial. Now, are you sure there wasn't like a murder trial on the Lakeshore? Are you sure that's not correct? It, it is supposed to say trail, not trial. Yeah, it's for the trail. And then there was another one, Lakeshare Trail. <laughs> How could this even happen? It took the public to point this out. So they're looking at... Spending more money on replacing these signs. But you could say the same thing for half your siblings' names. The boys seem to be okay. The boys have real names in your family. Nine siblings altogether. The girls got real... Montina? Montina's the youngest. And apparently my parents claim that they ran out of M names because we're all M's. Megan, Mary. I know. Michaela. There's a million of them. Yes. Maya. Mia. Like, we just named five <laughs> off the top of our heads. There's a whole bunch of forms of Mary. Mary Ann. Mary Bell. But your dad came up with the name, evidently, and then somebody had to write it on the birth certificate, too, so there's two people who could have intervened. They might have thought it was a spelling mistake, but no, it's Montana. It's My dad saw a guy with a Montana hat and just thought, well, let's change the Tana to Tina. Montina. There's a name. Montana's the girl version of Montana. Hannah I'm, Montana, bro. True enough. It's a hugely famous show. <laughs> but, but it's an original name. I don't know any other Montinas. Yeah, I know a few other fatties, unfortunately. You've heard us say it on the morning show before, but if you have a wedding over a long weekend, come on, man. There's only so many weekends in the summer. You have to choose it sometime. Not just the summer, but the year. Don't choose a long weekend. There's more normal weekends than long weekends. The long weekends are rare. I don't want to wear a three-piece suit in July because you wanted your special day. No! Do it on a normal weekend Friday after work. Great time to do it. That's popular now. I can do. go home after having ate at your wedding. I'm, I'm done for the night. I can shower, take off my suit, boom, go what, to bed. What about a New Year's Eve wedding? Hell no. Hell no. I don't want to spend New Year's celebrating you. I want to celebrate it myself. A lot of wedding chapels in Las Vegas say this weekend expect it to be busy for those drive-through weddings, those quick weddings you have in Vegas, because Sunday is the 31st of December. And the wedding date will be 12-31-23 or 1-2-3-1-2-3. Whoa. So they expect a lot of people want to have their wedding then. You'd never forget when you got married, right? Sure you would because you're you and you already forget your anniversary. I forget the, the year. But if it's 1-2-3-1-2-3, it'd be like, oh, 23. It was 2023. I'd be so smart.
No, you wouldn't be. Just because your <laughs> wedding date is on a certain day doesn't make you smarter. It makes you dumber, actually, because you need the special day to remember it. So they think they're going to break a record in Vegas this year. Maybe, maybe. Good. Dumb reason to get married. You should only get married for love or because your cult leader has chosen you as their fourth spouse. Those are the only two reasons. Also, money. We're talking about in September <laughs> when... A liberal MP invited a World War II veteran to Parliament. We were welcoming Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, and we figured, hey, we'll bring this Ukrainian-Canadian man who fought in World War II, we'll bring him to meet President Zelensky. And they forgot to, I guess, investigate this guy's background. He fought for a division in Ukraine that was under control of the Nazis. So we had invited a Nazi soldier to Parliament. That Crazy. happened. And now... The House of Commons says they're updating the rules for inviting people to Parliament. They're not giving any details, but I'm guessing the rule is do not invite Nazis to the Capitol. And give them five-minute standing ovations. Doesn't look good. <laughs> do not invite them is rule number one. Number Rule number one, subsection A, do not give them standing ovations if you do it. That's right. And what, do they have to put a big sign on the door now? It's like, like a no smoky, like the cigarette yeah. with the cross through it. It's like a Nazi symbol or like, with the cross through it. Please inform personnel if you've been invited to parliament as a respected veteran, but you're actually a Nazi. But you're a Nazi veteran. And, and everyone else is looking at the sign like, what happened here to justify this sign? You would think not inviting Nazis would be assumed, right? But I guess it's good. It's an official rule now. It's it's like at our work. You would think they would block our internet access from GILF videos, but thankfully nobody has yet. It's mild Christmas Day. So mild, in fact, that Huron County broke a heat record. So before this year, previous warm record for Christmas Day in Huron County, 2006, four and a half degrees. Still not bad for Christmas. This year, 11 and a half degrees. On Christmas in Huron County. Quite a difference from last year. I remember it was so cold. We, we we went out for a walk on Christmas Day and just bundled up. It was so cold. That was a snowstorm last year. Yeah, big snowstorm. And this year, we went down to the lake and actually jumped in. What a different year this was. We jumped actually in jumped the in the lake. Why? Uh, it was a crazy idea Natalie had. said, Let, let's go as a family down to the lake and jump in, doing one of those polar dips. We've never done this. You've never done heroin. Yeah. That doesn't mean you should. <laughs> I know. I, it was actually amazing. Some people treat their depression by doing this. Some people they, are dumb. It feels good. Th just because you say a thing doesn't mean it's good. No, it's amazing. You, you jump in and it, it's terrible. It's pure pain in the moment. Then you get out and there's like this rush you get. This is, it's your body just fighting back, I guess, but it feels good. And it actually, surprisingly, we felt warm. I could have just kept walking on the beach after that. I thought I was going to have to run into a shower somewhere, you know, and get warm again. But it was beautiful. Loved it. Highly recommend the polar dip. Don't recommend that to people. We're going to get sued. <laughs> die. They're going to drown. They're going to freeze to death. I was worried about a heart attack. Of, we'll be honest. Yeah. I felt like I was going to have one in the water, but it didn't happen. Why are you still trying to sell this? You said it didn't feel good. You almost had a heart attack. The, the, what good came of this? It felt good after the fact. Okay. Yeah, it was a nice feeling. You know what else feels good after the fact? Drugs. Right. Instead of doing a polar dip, which you can drown, do drugs instead, which you can still die. But what's the point of what was I getting at? All right, stay out of my booze. 
So while a lot of us had the day off Christmas Day, maybe Boxing Day, thieves in Chatham did not take the day off. There was a Tim Hortons in Chatham robbed sometime between Christmas Eve and Boxing Day. Were they closed at the time? I believe they were closed at the time, yeah, yeah. someone walked in, and I guess they kept the cash in there. Took a whole bunch of cash. And come on, man, you don't steal money from Tim Hortons. They need that money to not give to workers. Well, maybe you have a New Year's resolution of finding love in 2024. It's not going to happen. If you're not in love already, it's not going to happen. Just but, give up. No, no, no. Options, sure, maybe are limited here in Huron County. But you know what? There's something else you could try. That a woman in BC is trying. Cousins? Uh, no. Because that's something you could try in Huron County. Not recommended. There's a lot it's- of small towns, and if you're willing to overlook the fact that you're related, I'm sure you got lots of options. Whatever you are, however you were born, you're a human being, you deserve love. Yeah. That being said, the sexual spectrum should stop at what Matt's about to talk about. <laughs> this is unnatural. And it should be stopped. Explain what's going on. So there's some people they identify as ecosexuals. What is ecosexual, Matthew? This is where you are attracted to nature or trees. And there's a woman in British Columbia. She says, during the pandemic, during lockdown, I went for a lot of walks. And I found that I started to have a relationship with a nice big tree that was on her walk. Was it a big oak? What was it? What kind of tree? Yeah, a large oak. Actually an oak? She says she's in a relationship with an oak tree. And here's some of the things she says about it. The feeling of being tiny and supported by something so solid. The feeling of not being able to fall has me falling in love with this oak tree. What do you mean not being able to fall? People fall out of trees all the time. Yeah, if she climbed it, it would be dangerous. Yeah. And she said there was a type of eroticism when she was next to this oak. And she'd just lie against it. And she says it's better than a human relationship. I suppose so. It doesn't talk back at you. Yeah, but it doesn't talk to you either. It doesn't tell you it loves you. No. It doesn't tell you those earrings you picked are nice. But it doesn't tell you any of that stuff. I guess it's there for you just because it's there. Until a uh, really fast wind comes and knocks the tree over. <laughs> Ecosexuals, okay. Ecosexuals. She's in love with an oak tree. You don't even want to know what she does with the acorns. Anything that can protect firefighters, I'm in favor of. This seems like it could be a little expensive, though. So over in Japan, they unveiled this new firefighting machine that uses, they call it drone technology, that lifts the fire hose up above a fire and rains the water down to extinguish the fire rather than the firefighters on the ground outside or with a long ladder trying to extinguish it from a distance. It'll go directly over a fire and put it out. You can just get right in there where the fire is and right in the window and psh, nice. Let the robots do the work, right? What what does that sound like again? All right. Uh, That's that's bad. It is bad. Bad sound effect. And you repeated it, which made it worse. I I don't believe they have this technology here in Huron County for our volunteer firefighters. But if the drones are too expensive... We could get every firefighter a jetpack. Yeah. I'm in favor of this, right? Get I'm the all firefighter for it. above the fire. And if your municipality refuses to buy its firefighters jetpacks, you just ask your local council, why do you hate firefighters? This is definitely something not to be proud of. Guy out in BC got his 21st conviction for impaired driving. Police are saying this is the most in Canadian history. He's got the record. 21 times he was stupid, went out there on the road, impaired. Hold on, hold on. Now he's going to jail, thank goodness, where he can't drive. 
Are we sure this is a Canadian record? I know 21's not low, but I feel like there's got to be somebody out there who's gotten higher, right? Well, I just don't understand how he keeps getting back there out on the road. He's 66. So he's had 66 years to accomplish this terrible feat. No, but. he's had 50 years because you get your driver's right. license when you're 16. Yeah, true enough. Yeah, so he hasn't had that much time. So he's finally going to jail. So, so good, good for him. He's only had 50 years. He managed to get 21. I wonder what the Ontario record is and who in Huron County has it. Ha, 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 ha. Don't drink and drive, kids. Now, calling 911 is okay for certain situations, emergencies. But apparently over in Brampton... Their mayor, Patrick Brown, says we've about 40% of people who call 911 there. It's not an emergency. Saying a lot of people misusing 911. Proposing that if you call 911 for something that's not an emergency, you could get fined. You could face a fine. Maybe a few bucks, maybe a few hundred bucks. You got to make sure you use this thing respectfully. There's people who could be calling for an emergency and you're tying up the phone line. Well, maybe the emergency is that you just got a fine. You call 911 again. So <laughs> emergencies are things like someone's life is in danger or you feel threatened. Maybe yeah. you're in danger or the waiter at Red Lobster refuses to bring you another plate of fried shrimp, even though the sign says endless shrimp, not 12 plates of shrimp. Then we kick you out for peeing on the floor. This morning, we expect to answer the eternal question. Are pigs dumb or are humans dumb? You know what? Both could be dumb. It's the, not It's not an or situation. It could be an and or. Well, we share a lot in common with pigs. In fact, you can put a pig heart in me right now, I think. They, they can do transplants. So we're pretty similar. Yeah. We're both dumb. Yeah. All right. Pot-bellied pig down in Pennsylvania. So this family had this as a pet. And on New Year's Eve, it was going to be cold. And so they put some extra hay in the pig pen outside. Next thing you know, they look outside and there's a fire. Turns out there's a heat lamp in the pig pen as well. Pig knocked over the heat lamp. Heat lamp set the extra hay on fire. Pig pen burned down. Lost a couple cats. Potbelly pig did actually survive. Has some burns though. Okay. So they got their pet. Didn't turn into bacon that night. The good thing. <laughs> or a bad thing. <laughs> but like the headline of this story reads, Pet pig sets Pennsylvania home on fire, trying to stay warm. This has got nothing to do with the pig. No, the pig was doing pig stuff. The pig was just nestling into that extra hay and knocked over the heat lamp that you had next to the hay. This story should read, stupid Pennsylvania family puts hay beside heat lamp. That's what the story should be. Oh, the poor pig. <laughs> That's a pig's the one of the only pets we can talk about where we can joke about eating it afterwards. I know. Isn't that weird? I lose my cats in a fire. It's not like, well, at least I can make cats stew. People would look at me like a monster. Oh, we would get letters. Unless they were hungry, then they'd ask to come over. That's Our love for bacon is so strong, we just lose all sensitivity. Yeah, cats, get more delicious. We all know food is kind of expensive. If you eat, if you're one of those people who consumes food. Well, you got to eat. Well, maybe you get your energy from the sun. Yeah. I don't want to judge you. Okay. If you identify as a plant, that's fine. I want to respect your pronouns. Average Canadian expected to spend an extra $700 on food this year. This is from Dalhousie University. So on, on average, most families of four will spend $16,297 on food this year. Does that sound right? I don't have a family. You have a family. Yeah, that sounds about right. I've noticed it's almost a, almost up to $100 extra 
than per, a shop per, used to be five years ago. One shop? Yeah. Is, is an extra 100 bucks? Oh, easily. It, you can easily get that, depending on what you're getting. Like, if you're getting toilet paper and some of that stuff you need, ends up being quite a bit. Yeah, toilet paper is expensive. But I'm trying to stretch out the food as much as possible, so I'm actually eating less at supper time in hopes that there'll be leftovers the next day. How's that like, working out for you? Not too bad. We're trying to get two days out of a meal. And you do you really need that much, right? That's what we're doing. Fair enough, but you want that much. Yeah, you want to go want back that for much. that fifth helping. So an extra 700 bucks this year. <laughs> now, that might seem like a lot. Let's put that in perspective. That's only one PlayStation 5. Mm. Or it's roughly 325 everything bagels with butter from Tim Hortons. You feel better already, right? Sure. Sure, yeah. yeah. Also, could you quiet your stomach down? I'm trying to work here. Can you finish the sentence for me, Matthew? My boss makes a dollar. I make a dime. That's why I always get to work on time. Oh, you're yeah. a horrible, horrible man. I'm loyal. No. Nah. My boss makes a dollar. I make a dime. That's why I crap on company time. Right. That statement could not be any truer right now. There is a recent report about how much more the top CEOs in Canada make than average workers. On average, they made $14.9 million a year, roughly 246 times more than the average Canadian worker. What? That much more? 246 times more. The average CEO of the top 100 in the first day of the year, January the 1st, they made what you make in a full year. In one day. In the one day. That breaks down to $7,162 an hour. That's not bad, right? Seven grand an hour. But just know, I, I know this all sounds horrible, but I, we want you to know if you work really hard, one day you too can be paid after suffering a workplace injury. Now, I'm going to warn you, I'm a bit of an idiot. I know I read the news here, and you should trust your local news person, and I do my best, but there's a solar eclipse coming up in the Niagara Falls region this April, and I ordered my solar eclipse glasses this weekend. They came this weekend. They have just normal, like 3D glasses, like the plastic ones, but they have a really dark lens over them, like a welder's glass, and you can look directly at the sun with these things. So you got these things this early so you can practice looking at the sun? I got them early because the price is going to go way up, closer to the solar eclipse. Oh, my God. I got you're... them because I'm cheap. Now, one of the first things you learn from your parents when you're a kid is, hey, Matthew, don't look at the sun. One right? of the things you learn as a human being early yeah. on is don't look directly at the sun. It's blinding. You don't need your parents to explain it. Your body tells you, I'm blind now. So I'm testing out these glasses yesterday. It was a sunny day yesterday. I put the glasses on. I look directly at the sun. Hey, they shade the sun fine. I don't know how often you get new sunglasses, but every once in a while you get new sunglasses and you, you look outside and you put the glasses up to see how much they shade up and down. It's like, oh, yeah, they're pretty dark glasses. Oh, yeah. I did that looking at the sun. So I had the glasses on looking at the sun. Oh, well, they shade it well. What does it look like without the glasses? I lifted them up. And I realized, oh, yeah, I'm looking at the sun. Oh, my God. Am I like a big balling glow of light right now? Yes, you're a big <laughs> purple blob in my vision. Oh, God. Because I look directly at the light. So for future reference, you're listening to a guy who's looked directly at the sun. Is that why your weather's always wrong? Yeah. Any radio show you listen to, they're going to talk about things going up in price, grocery things, electronic 
things. Things cost more. But StatsCan, analyst with StatsCan, says there's been a history of things going down in price, and they expect they'll continue going down in price this coming year. That includes cell phone plans. That's good. We use cell phones, right? Flights. Mm. Cost of flights. And household appliances. Oh, good. And get a new fridge, maybe, finally. There you go. You can get a new fridge. And th- it's good news because I need a new air fryer. My old one died. Uh-oh. Because apparently, before you put the chicken in the air fryer, you're supposed to kill it first. It's not on the box. No. Because I feel bad for the snowmobilers and the snowmobile clubs in the area. So here's the forecast for today. Cloudy high, two Tomorrow, some flurries, high of two. Thursday's going to drop to minus seven. That's the high for Thursday. Not much in the way of snow, though, at all on the forecast. We're looking at chances for flurries over the next week. So currently, the 30,000 snowmobile trails in Ontario, all closed. Sometimes people will go up north and hope there's snow up there, but there's nothing right now. Nothing right now. No. And this reminded Matt of a story he heard. Now, this isn't something you heard from somebody else. You witnessed this happen. Yeah, I was once up at a resort. It was up north somewhere, I think Collingwood area. And there was this couple families. They showed up at the customer service desk, and I had just happened to be there. And they were just complaining that they couldn't snowmobile. But there was no snow. It was a winter like this. Just going on and on. We came up here to snowmobile. Because this is a big $6 billion industry here in Canada. Americans will come up from the south and they'll go snowmobiling. And the lady at the customer service was like, well, there's no snow. You can't snowmobile without any snow. And they just didn't get it. They figured we maybe make snow and we have pathways somewhere that have snow. Because they were asking her, well, where are we supposed to go for the snow? You have to wait for Mother Nature to bring it. Yeah. 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 The Lord has to bring it. The good Lord's got to bring that (laughs) awful stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The Lord has to bring it to the snowmobile trail. Not like those heathens on the ski hill who make their own going right to hell. It's just not natural. It's not in the Bible. No. Never want your livestock to escape. It's dangerous out there. There's cars, predators, other things I'm forgetting. And you're down a piece of livestock. Also, you paid for that thing. It's your property. This story ended up okay. Over in Springfield, Ohio, pig escaped from the farm, but it was caught in the drive-thru of McDonald's. Yeah, coming up to the McDonald's must have smelled those fries or whatever pigs like to eat. Everything. Probably knew it was an all-beef patty because pigs don't want to eat other pigs, do they? Yeah, they eat baby pigs all the time. Oh, I didn't want to know that. Carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pigs are disgusting. They roll around in their own crap. Have you seen a pig before? I grew up in the city and I knew this. I thought they were kind of clean animals. No! They roll around in crap. (laughs) They're not clean at all. Not if they're in a barn. Anyways, carry on. They, There's no crap in the barn. Uh, Police managed to catch this thing in the drive-thru. Farmer picked it up. Pig's fine. Thankfully, returned to the farm okay. Good. So it'll later become part of the new Wendy's Triple Baconator. Mm. It's got triple the bacon, so you'll need triple the number of paramedics to restart your heart. You've heard these stories a bunch where you're renovating an old building, and then you find some old newspapers, comic books. An old pinup picture or something. Old movie theater in Atlanta, and they found a wallet, 65 years old, and they went to find the person. It was a woman. Her name was Floyd Culbreth. Floyd? Floyd. Floyd Culbreth. Okay. That's an interesting name. Sure. Old-timey name, but apparently she's been dead since 2005. Okay. She lived, she lived a good life. She died walletless. Yeah, walletless. And they, but they found the daughter. 
And the daughter was super thrilled. She said, I could feel my mom in the wallet. You know, there's some things in there, some family photos, library card, and some raffle tickets. They might have even been winning tickets, and she didn't even know. I prompted Matt and I to open up our wallets to see if we die, what will our family find? I'm what embarrassing war- things. I'm going to warn you, mine's really thin. I got a driver's license, health card, CAA, blood donor card, <laughs> my MEC membership, Costco, credit card, debit card. I got one of those Timmy's cards. I have a feeling there's nothing on it. Is there like 37 cents on it? Probably. I keep it just in case, and then I waste their time at the drive-thru. Is there anything on this? And then they're like, no, there isn't. Just give me money. Stop bothering us. Uh, there's a couple of receipts in there. What's that? This is the oldest thing I found from 2021. It's a uh, rain check for food basics. <laughs> Ground beef was on sale. Oh, how much was it in 2021? Um, it was... Uh, Seven sixty nine a kilogram. You look so old when you did that. Matt lifted up his glasses, <laughs> and he—I don't know what it is about old people. You lift up your glasses and then you tilt your head up and look down <laughs> toward your nose yeah. to read the thing. It's probably why I didn't know that rain check was even in there. There you go. Yeah, you didn't know it was in. Your I didn't wallet. lift up my glasses because you couldn't see it. That's the, if you took anything away from this bit, it's that <laughs> once you reach a certain age. You have to lift up your glasses and look down your nose to read. And use your rain checks. Also use your rain checks. Because they expire years ago. I've never encountered a bear here in Huron County. Seen video on usually the GART Trail, the G2G Trail. People will encounter bears there. They get in your trash sometimes. Over in Duncan, British Columbia. Couple sees their dog freaking out, losing its damn mind. On the porch, they're like, what's going on out there? They go out, and there's a bear hiding underneath the porch. A bear? A bear, you say? A bear under the porch, probably just resting under there, hibernating, perhaps. Maybe it was just sleeping and having a good time, but don't do it on my property, son. You're freaking out my dog. So they called conservation officials, and my assumption is always that when you call the professionals... They're going to tranquilize the bear and then drag it somewhere safe. But apparently the way to deal with it is you just make some loud noises. You have a whistle or something or some pots and pans. An air horn. <laughs> you bang some pot and pans like it's a healthcare worker during the pandemic. And it just freaks the bears right out. Sing Wonderwall to it. Yeah. That'll get rid of it. Yeah, do something unsavory. Something yeah. Matt would do. Speaking of which, if I wanted something with dark back hair on my deck, I would just have Matt Hussey over. Aww. See what I did? I equated you to a big hairy bear. That's that's how we're going to end the show, with me insulting you as the Lord intended. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.